Welcome to the Great Big City News, episode 57. Today, coronavirus in New York City, and Barbie makes the scene. Hi, I'm Trey Skilton, founder of A Great Big City. There's been one topic on nearly everyone's mind worldwide this week, and that's the continued spread of the new coronavirus as more cases show up across the world. A great big city has been compiling and researching coronavirus information since January at agreatbigcity.com health, and it wasn't until this week as March began that we finally had to update the total to say that there were confirmed cases within New York State. In quick succession, both the first and second known confirmed cases of coronavirus were revealed first in one New York City resident who had recently returned from Iran and one Westchester resident who frequently travels to the city. Although there is still an ongoing outbreak in Iran, and that patient, a woman in her late 30s, quickly moved to self-isolate herself, the second case is already proving more severe and more perplexing. A man from Westchester in his late 50s only recently had traveled to Miami, where no current cases are known, so his route of exposure also isn't known at this time. And his travel on the Metro North train into New York City and his visit to a hospital while possibly showing symptoms of the disease have caused a rush to identify any other areas where other people may have come into contact with the disease while the man was considered infectious. As of the time of recording, four New York schools have been shut down as a precaution. The synagogue in New Rochelle, where the man attended religious services, is advising up to 700 congregants that they may need to self-quarantine. And the man's family and close acquaintances are being evaluated by the CDC, as they may have come into close enough contact to have contracted the disease also. Although the possibility of catching the disease is exceedingly rare and so far has been limited to people who have recently traveled to areas where the outbreak is occurring and have had close contact defined as prolonged contact within six feet of someone who is infected who have caught the disease. And although most cases are mild, the possibility of a dangerous respiratory disease taking effect, especially in a patient who has pre-existing conditions, means that everyone should take proper precautions not to spread the disease unknowingly to people who may have a compromised immune system. Although there have been runs to buy face masks and canned foods, it's most important to take this time to brush up on hand-washing techniques before anything else, and to get into the habit of not touching your face after touching surfaces in public, and to cover your mouth with your bent elbow when you cough or sneeze to prevent particles from flying onto surfaces and other people. Those three precautions are always highly needed when it comes to any disease, and not just diseases that catch headlines. Follow along on the continuing developments of the coronavirus in New York City and find resources and answers to frequently asked questions at agreatbigcity.com health. You may have recently heard plans that the BQE was to be closed along the Brooklyn Heights promenade and may even remember that a plan was floated to simply reroute the BQE through the surface streets in Brooklyn Heights. But at the end of February, the city council revealed their plan to fix up the road and to permanently divert the traffic away from Brooklyn Heights. While the current stretch of highway rumbles along the Brooklyn coastline, 
The city council's plan would stick a three-mile tunnel under Brooklyn to relieve the pressure off the dilapidated highway, eventually re-emerging in Williamsburg near Bedford Avenue. The $11 billion tunnel plan was proposed by a consulting firm hired by the city council, along with a less expensive $3.2 billion plan to rebuild a six-lane highway next to the promenade and build a new park on top of it. All the proposals are undergoing an environmental review process that will take at least a year from now. And no matter what project is chosen, it's up against the time clock of 2026 when vehicle weight restrictions will be put in place on the BQE due to its deteriorating condition. Twenty-six years ago on March 1st, 1994, a Lebanese-born man fires two handguns at a van of Jewish students on the Brooklyn Bridge, killing one and wounding three. The shooter initially claimed a variety of reasons for the attack, but when his vehicle was searched, anti-Jewish literature was found, in addition to an array of weapons and a bulletproof vest. The shooter pled not guilty by reason of insanity, but was convicted of second-degree murder and 14 counts of attempted murder, and sentenced to 141 years in prison. In 2005, the shooting was reclassified as a terrorist attack. And in 2007, the shooter admitted in a confession, quote, I only shot them because they were Jewish, unquote. 97 years ago, on March 5, 1923, Human fly Harry F. Young falls to his death while climbing the Hotel Martinique as part of a movie promotion. The stunt was a promotion for the movie Safety Last, starring Harold Lloyd, a comedic actor who performed a now-famous stunt where the main character climbs a building and dangles from the hands of a large clock. In the movie, the daredevil effect was achieved via camera trickery so that it only looked like Harold Lloyd was hanging above a Los Angeles street. But back in reality, the film's producers hired human fly Harry Young to make a real climb without safety gear in New York ahead of the film's debut. In a photo that appeared in the Atlantic News-Telegraph, Harry Young can be seen gripping the Martinique Hotel along Broadway at 32nd Street, where it meets the neighboring building between the 4th and 5th floors. A crowd had gathered at Greeley Square across from the Gimbel's department store to watch his climb, but witnessed his death when he lost his grip and fell ten stories. The silent film, where Harold Lloyd's character makes it to the top of the building successfully, went on to become a classic, and the iconic scene of Harold Lloyd dangling from a clock face hanging on to the hands of a clock has become an image referenced in films to this day. Here are some of the next upcoming events and celebrations. March the 8th, Daylight Savings Time begins, when we'll advance the clocks by one hour. March the 9th is the full moon, and March's full moon is known as the Worm Moon, and will also be a super moon this year, appearing slightly larger than normal. March the 9th is also the first night of Purim. And March the 9th begins the Hindu Festival of Holi. 
March 17th will be St. Patrick's Day. And March 19th is the March Equinox, which marks the beginning of spring. Fifty years ago on March 6th, 1970, the Weather Underground townhouse explodes while the terrorist organization is constructing a bomb. The group's headquarters in Greenwich Village at 18 West 11th Street was completely leveled when a dynamite bomb exploded in the basement of the building and severed gas lines that fueled a fire. Three members were killed in the blast just before noon, and two others who were upstairs at the time survived and escaped and were placed on the FBI's most wanted list. They were captured a decade later in separate incidents. The original townhouse at 18 West 11th was one of a row of houses built in the 1840s. The neighboring homes survived the blast and still stand today, with house number 18 being replaced with a modern design that juts out at a sharp angle toward the street, creating a triangular shape to the front of the building that looks as if the building has rotated horizontally. In recent years, the angular home was owned by Norma Langworthy, a dancer and theater producer who decorated the front window of the home with a Paddington Bear toy that she would dress in a variety of outfits as the seasons and the weather changed. The remodeled townhouse was recently listed for sale again at the end of 2019 for $21 million. Twelve years ago, an unsolved mystery that stands out in modern New York history. On March the 6th, 2008, an IED explodes outside the Times Square Army Recruitment Office. The bombing occurred just before 4 a.m., damaging the windows of the recruitment center. Although the bomber was seen on security camera footage, it provided no usable information of their identity, and no one has ever been charged in the bombing. A 1980s bicycle found dumped at a nearby construction site is believed to have been the same bicycle the bomber is seen riding in the Times Square security footage, but no fingerprints or evidence were retrieved from the bike. The FBI is still actively investigating the bombing, and a reward of up to $115,000 is still offered for information leading to the bomber's capture. three years ago on March 7, 2017. The Fearless Girl statue is placed at Bowling Green, facing the famous Wall Street Bull statue. It was placed by a corporation and installed with a 30-day permit that was extended, but the sculptor of the Wall Street Bull argued that it should be removed, and that it cast his statue in an unfair light. Arturo de Modica presented the Wall Street Bull as a present to the city of New York, and Fearless Girl was placed in front of the bull in a way that seemed like she was facing down the force of Wall Street itself, who have taken on the Wall Street Bull sculpture as an unofficial mascot. The statues parted ways in November 2018 when Fearless Girl was removed from Bowling Green and relocated to a permanent position facing the New York Stock Exchange building. The stock exchange was also the original drop-off site of the Wall Street Bull in December 1989, and for the past year and a half there have been rumors as to whether the city will try to relocate the bull from Bowling Green Plaza back to the New York Stock Exchange. 
As of yet, no final decision has been made public. And for a different type of iconic figure compared to the fearless girl, 61 years ago on March 9, 1959, the Barbie doll debuts at the American International Toy Fair in New York. Barbie, you're beautiful. You make me Barbie would eventually go on to sell over one billion dolls. Over the years, there have been a few New York-themed Barbies, like the Winter in New York Barbie, wearing a fur-trimmed coat, and a special edition Barbie that was only available at the Times Square Toys R Us. If you've ever wondered where Barbie got her name, the doll was named after inventor Ruth Handler's first daughter, Barbara. And a few years later, when Barbie's boyfriend Ken would debut, he was actually named after Ruth Handler's son, Ken. Although both children were reportedly not too pleased with the honor of having the dolls named after them. You can tell it's Mattel, it's swell. And since we were speaking of Wall Street Bull and the Fearless Girl statues, 287 years ago, on March 12, 1733, Bowling Green Park is established as the city's first official park. The land had been under city control since 1686, but in 1733, it was leased at the rate of one peppercorn to John Chambers, Peter Baird, and Peter Jay who were tasked with maintaining and improving the land for the, quote, recreation and delight of the inhabitants of this city, unquote. In 1819, the park underwent a transition to a private space similar to today's Gramercy Park, where wealthy residents bordering Bowling Green Park could plant trees and accept responsibility for the park in exchange for exclusive access to the park grounds. This was changed by the mid-1800s, and the public was again able to use the park. The park has changed greatly over the years and through multiple renovations, but one piece of original iron fencing from 1771 remains at the southwest corner of the park, and that piece of fence was designated a New York landmark in 1964. The park has also been home to the Charging Bull sculpture after it was moved there, shortly after being dropped off on Wall Street just before Christmas 1989. And finally, six years ago, on March 12, 2014, a natural gas explosion levels two five-story buildings on Park Avenue. The blast at 116th Street killed eight people, injured 70, and displaced 100 families. A resident in a neighboring building had noticed the odor of gas and called Con Ed, but the explosion occurred shortly after the call was made. The NTSB investigation highlighted both faulty joining of pipes and an underground collapse that caused the pipes to bend and crack open. The gas main buried under Park Avenue at that location was found to date back to 1887. Today, the site of the collapsed buildings is fenced off and a commemorative plaque and memorials to those lost is hanging on the chain link fence. 
A great big city is more than just a news website. Our fireworks page monitors the city's announcements of upcoming fireworks, lists them on our site, and automatically sends out a notification just before the fireworks begin so that you can watch the show or prepare your pet for the upcoming sounds of explosions. Visit agreatbigcity.com slash fireworks to see the full calendar and follow A Great Big City on social media to receive the alerts. Park of the Day. New Lots slash Dumont Triangle. This is a possible competitor for the smallest park in the city. This piece of park's property is basically a traffic triangle and features just one tree and no grass, with paving stones surrounding the tree. Find it at New Lots Avenue, DeMont Avenue, and Atkins Avenue in Brooklyn. In Parks events, this Sunday, March the 8th, visit Inwood Hill Park in Upper Manhattan and attend a free astronomy night with the Urban Park Rangers of the Parks Department where you'll be able to look through a large telescope and see the full moon and learn about the night sky from the urban park rangers. That's Sunday, March the 8th, beginning at 7 p.m. at 218th Street and Indian Road at Inwood Hill Park. Now let's see how many stars our robot friend will be seeing this weekend on the concert calendar. Here's the AGBC concert calendar for the upcoming week. Quarter and Deeper are playing Rough Trade NYC on Wednesday, March 4th. Nasty Cherry is playing Bowery Ballroom on Thursday, March 5th. Of Montreal and Lily's Band are playing Elsewhere on Thursday, March 5th. Semaphore, Citrus, Ellen Siberian Tiger, and Morris Alba are playing The Footlight on Thursday, March 5th. Celine Dion is playing Barclays Center on Thursday, March 5th at 7 p.m. Dermot Kennedy with Simmel is playing Radio City Music Hall on Thursday, March 5th at 8 p.m. Silverstein, Four Year Strong, and I the Mighty are playing Webster Hall on Friday, March 6th. Dry Cleaning and Control Top are playing The Dance NYC on Friday, March 6th. Auto Melody is playing St. Vitus Bar on Friday, March 6th. Jane Birkin is playing Beacon Theatre on Friday, March 6th at 8 p.m. Fabulous with Funk Master Flex is playing Apollo Theatre on Friday, March 6th at 8 p.m. Silver Sun Pickups and the New Regime are playing Brooklyn Steel on Friday, March 6th at 8 p.m. Omari Ong with Bow Wow and Ying Yang Twins and Soldier Boy and the Millennium are playing the Hulu Theatre at Madison Square Garden on Friday, March 6th at 8 p.m. Dry Cleaning, Basic Bitches, and Patio are playing Union Pool on Saturday, March 7th. Destroyer and Eleanor Friedberger are playing Brooklyn Steel on Saturday, March 7th. Sleep on it, Bearings, Between You, and Me, Never Kept, and The Ever After are playing Knitting Factory Brooklyn on Sunday, March 8th. Dashboard Confessional and The Get Up Kids are playing Webster Hall on Tuesday, March 10th and Wednesday, March 11th. And Billy Eilish is playing Madison Square Garden on Sunday, March 15th. Thanks for listening. Find more fun things to do at agreatbigcity.com slash events.
Here's something you may not have known about New York. If you're confused about what type of recycling goes in which bin, city residents or businesses can order posters, decals, and signs to properly label recycling bins that give examples on the type of items that should go in designated containers. Extreme highs and lows for this week in weather history. There was a record high of 77 degrees on March 9, 2016, and a record low of 3 degrees on March 5, 1872. Weather for the week ahead will be light rain on Friday evening, with temperatures rising into the 60s at the beginning of next week. Thanks for listening to A Great Big City. Follow along 24 hours a day on social media at A Great Big City, or email contact at agreatbigcity.com with any news, feedback, or topic suggestions. Subscribe to A Great Big City News wherever you listen to podcasts, iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn Radio, Overcast, or listen to each episode on the podcast pages at agreatbigcity.com slash podcast. If you enjoy the show, subscribe and leave a review wherever you're listening. And visit our podcast site to see show notes and extra links for each episode. Our intro and outro music is Start the Day by Lee Rosphere. The concert calendar music is from jukedeck.com. And the upcoming events music is The Job Next Door by Anonymous420. Thanks for being part of a great big city. Someday I'm gonna be exactly like you Till then I know just what I'll do Barbie, beautiful Barbie I'll make believe that I am you